0: and I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. Let me ask you a question real quick, and that is, have you ever tried to do something, like to make a positive change, and you've tried over and over and over again, and yet you continually fall short? chances are that you are attempting to change something in your behavior that actually is inconsistent with your beliefs uh your values of who you see yourself as an individual what's going on it's johnny king i love i love conversations like this i wish i actually were having a conversation with someone but i cannot always and my dog I have yet to train him to talk like a human being. But this whole topic of conversation around identity, around uh, behavior, around changing one's habits, I've seen it a ton. (laughs) I've experienced it even more, right? There are things about me that I'd love to change and that I feel like I make incremental progress on little by little over the course of years. And then I get extremely frustrated. I'm like, God damn it. Why does this, <laughs> why doesn't this change? Right. And then, gosh, I was a women's kind of weight loss and, and health coach for eight years. And the vast majority of them, as much as they wanted to change, very rarely did they. Um, so the challenge challenges, and I, and I now I'm seeing this in the last couple of years with men as well, is that we all have this a similar common theme when it comes to making change you know some people you know they struggle with their health right some people struggle with their sense of identity some people struggle with their ability to make money some people struggle to you know stay in lasting relationships you know or to attract love we all have different areas that we're good at and other areas that we are struggling with right but i hope that this podcast episode can help you know, resonate with whatever you're working on. Because I think all of us, that's kind of part of the the human condition, part of this human experience is that we're all struggling with one of those areas, if not many of them, right? So the truth is, though, in order to produce some type of, you know, long-lasting change in your life, something that will have a massive improvement on the quality of your life, you actually have to... Rearrange, you have to uh, transform and change, expand, if you will, your identity about how you view yourself. I know this very, very clear that I, I know that for me, my business, my relationships, they all are proportionate to my, <laughs> my, my view of what I feel like I'm able to create and I also know that my beliefs are exactly that. They're just beliefs, and, and, and in many regards, they're just limiting. They're limiting me from tapping into greater levels of abundance. And that's what this whole I don't even like calling it a movement. That sounds so, so, you know, so, so uh, kind of egotistical. But it's just like the whole idea for me of becoming a king, striving to accomplish. achieve and to be becoming to being uh, a man that I'm proud to be takes a lot of effort and uh, (laughs) a lot of commitment, right? So let's take, for instance, drinking, okay? I've met a lot of guys recently that are, uh, that struggle with drinking alcohol, right? Uh, Like I said, in my previous businesses, it was, uh, it was eating, emotional eating, right? But let's just say drinking, okay? for you to stop that behavior of drinking, you actually have to uh, increase your sense of identity such that um, more of like a vital, healthy man is dedicated to achieving and performing at his greatest, like as if you were a professional athlete. And as a result, the, the natural consequence of of a decision to like drink and the you know after effects of that just aren't in alignment you know with with being a professional athlete right so ultimately we have to find those areas in our lives where we have to raise our standards we have to like i said expand our sense of identity such that whatever your old behavior was is no longer even a temptation And granted, I know this sounds really, really easy in theory, and it takes a lot of practice, right, Uh, day to day. But it is possible such that whatever you're abusing, whatever your shortcomings are, they become a non-issue, or they're not even on the radar because you've expanded your identity such that you make tons of money, you have great health, you have amazing relationships, you have the, the, like, again, the whole idea of, of... king, of being a king, is where you are tapping into abundance in all areas of your life, right? Abundance flows through you, you express abundance, and that whole idea of, of reigning over your kingdoms, of your own personal life and lifestyle, is such that if you want to create something, you create it. I think that's a pretty cool idea. Now, a lot of guys... You know, in their 40s and 50s, what do they hit? They hit that infamous midlife crisis. An identity crisis, right? But but probably more proper definition for what a lot of people experience is when they start to act in a way that's inconsistent with how they believe that they are, with their sense of identity, right? And it causes them to literally question everything in their life. I remember <laughs> it wasn't so much a midlife crisis, but it was around, you know, it wasn't around, it was, in, I was 29, pretty much that, for that full first full year of, uh, you know, going to a Tony Robbins seminar, I began questioning everything. And I've done even a podcast on it. I, I questioned, why don't I like peanuts? Why do I always comb my hair this way? Why do I put my pants on with this leg versus that leg? You know, Why have I always thought of myself as not creative or not intelligent? I just literally squ- I started questioning every single belief about myself because I wrote them all down. Like, who who is Johnny King? And I started writing those things down. And I systematically started going through and be like, do I like that or do I want to challenge that? Right. And so I had my midlife crisis at 30 years old and started looking at uh, man, I don't even really feel like my life is of my choosing. Right. So if I want to create my life, what does that start like? Okay. And, and then shortly thereafter, I started my first business. I wanted to have my own, be on my own time schedule, I wanted to be able to make as much money as I want. Eventually, then I wanted to move to the mountains and be outdoors a lot more, right? Uh, I want to create this phenomenal relationship with my significant other and eventually start a family. Like those, those are still dreams. Some of those things have not come into fruition yet, but they are rock solid in my head as to this is what I want versus just agreeing to limiting beliefs that maybe I didn't even choose, if that makes sense, right? So a lot of times that identity crisis that we have is linked specifically to, uh, our appearance or our age or how much money we make or, uh, you know, where we live in the country or what, uh, what political affiliation, you know, that we, we kind of point out, paint ourselves into a corner with. Right. So the, the, I guess the real thought is rather than being bound to those little senses of identity, right? (laughs) I was, I was even talking to a buddy the other day and he left me the funniest voicemail I have heard in a long, long time. Okay. In terms of quality voicemails it was probably top five for sure top five maybe even top three because I've got a lot of really funny buddies funny buddies funny friends uh and I and he nailed it and so when I called him back and left him a message it was like dude if you did that if that's all you did and put that on TikTok you'd have like 10 million followers it was so funny I I, I started honestly getting worried when I was driving down the highway Because I got to be laughing so hard that I was crying and I couldn't see. And I was in the fast lane on the highway, right? So I'm doing everything I can to like wipe these tears. And I just was like in hysterics, right? And so when I actually did talk to him on the phone, uh, like the next day, I was like, dude, unbelievable. (laughs) That was genius. I should just probably like put it on this, uh, (laughs) put it on the podcast. Uh, if I could keep him anonymous, but he was saying like, ah, I know, man, that's the hard part. Like, I he, he's like I always kind of struggle between that being him, which I that's the part that I absolutely love it. But then his like professional uh, identity, right? Which we I get it. We 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 all you know we're we're supposed to be adults, and yet what I love about most my buddies is that usually the side of them that's more more childlike and I think for me that's that's just something I'm not uh, personally willing to to sacrifice like I have to have that goofiness in my life and those that are around me have to be able to you know withstand it (laughs) if they don't love it they have to at least withstand it they have to bear bear with it otherwise they they opt out of my life and that is what it is right but I don't want to minimize that part of me and I and I love it so much but that part of Uh, of my identity is, is so fun. And I love that about other guys. And I see that in in a lot of guys and girls, right? Guys and girls, men and women. There you go. However, back to my point (laughs) off on that tangent, you have to start asking yourself if you are, you know, could you actually broaden your sense of identity to being even like, who are you? And could that actually encapsulate something that's even maybe more uh, based off of a spiritual spiritual definition, right? If you were to do that, if it was really more focused on your way of being, then your identity could never be threatened because we're certainly more than how we show up, right? Because that's always changing. We're always getting older. Our bodies change. Our lifestyle, like... And and different situations, money, kids. Like, if there's one thing that we know about life is that it's never stagnant, it's always changing, right? So, the question really then is like, what makes you unique? Okay. You've got to really take a question, take a moment to identify who you are as a man. And I think it's really important for you to be curious because I know a lot of guys that oh i'm just this or i'm that and they're really not proud of those things but that's just how they that's like that's how they identify themselves right but i think it's it's important to be curious to to be like i said childlike in your answering of the question who are you because if you define yourself either by your past or your present or even maybe your future accomplishments right like i remember Dating a girl back in college, she's like, someday you'll see, you'll see my name in lights, like trying to tell me like, as I was breaking up with her that I'll regret breaking up with her. I'm like, no, I hope, I hope I do like good on you. Don't take this so personally. We're just not right for each other, you know? But if we're so focused on like uh, identifying ourselves by what we're like in pursuit of accomplishing. When I get this promotion, when I, you know, become CEO of this company, when I can drive that car, when I live in this area of the country, then I'll get the respect that I deserve. Like, dude, that's so fucked. It really is because it's coming, obviously, from a deep void of, of huge insecurity. And it's not like fucked up. It's not like I'm saying like, oh, you should you should be feel bad for feeling that way. No, like a lot of us, myself included, have... I've felt that way, right? And the more work that I do to find my own self sense of self confidence and self-esteem and self-worth, the more I let go of those things. And I want that for you too because you are not, like I said, your body, your accomplishments, your income, the suit you wear, the the, the watch you wear, even your kids, you know? What your kids do you do the best you can to raise them, and then they're out of the nest, right? They're, they're going to fly. They're going to do whatever they're going to do, right? It's not necessarily always a, uh, a reflection on your parenting. So if you define yourself by your profession or your income or your life rules, that's fine. I want to challenge you to start thinking more about some other categories, things that maybe transcend the physical realm, right? Because you and I both know, excuse me, hang on. (coughs) Tickle in my throat. Uh, Roll with it. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't edit. (laughs) Uh, What was I saying? We all know that come to the end of our lives, people aren't going to be standing like at your funeral and be like yeah like what i really really respect about so and so is like his cars man he had amazing cars or like what a what an amazing watch collection uh like who gives a fuck maybe people do i mean i, I i'm sure people do but at the end of the day if you've got all these things but you're still a douchebag like no one will probably be at your funeral right So it really is more about your identity has more to do with how you make other people feel and how you feel. And if you're happy or if you're constantly depressed. And so I challenge you to really start asking the question like, who are you? Like, who are you really? And if you're not proud of how you've been showing up, then you need to start defining yourself by other things. Otherwise, you're going to keep getting the same results the same feelings and feeling the same low quality of life. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this. Like I know all this shit, like I'm practicing all of it. I'm working towards it. I definitely have been redefining who I believe I am, who I want to be and, and really focusing on how I support other people in in helping them feel. Do they feel inspired when they leave spending time with me? Do they feel less than? I know a lot of guys who are just, they're stuck and I get it. And yet they're asking the wrong questions. And as a result, they will, their kind of energy sucks. Like all they do is they talk about themselves. They're constantly talking about themselves. And I get it. We all, our favorite, you know, topic of conversation is ourselves yes but even notice that and challenge yourself if you were to put out a little like uh you know feedback form to maybe five or ten of your closest friends or family like asking them how they experience you what is their experience of you is it positive is it neutral is it negative it's very interesting to find out and i've talked about that in previous podcasts as well where I had those um, leadership courses or kind of transformation courses that I've taken. And I had perf- like strangers literally within the first hour or two of meeting each other. We all started just giving each other raw, like <laughs> unfiltered feedback of our experience of them and of each other. And the feedback I thought that I was going to get was not <laughs> even remotely close as to what I thought people were experiencing of me you know i thought people were like this is before i was doing a lot of work so i thought that i was pulling the wool over their eyes as to like oh i'm a really nice guy i'm really like trustworthy people were saying i don't trust you you seem kind of creepy (laughs) you seem very disingenuous you seem troubled like i'm making some of those things up but that's kind of like in my own words but i'm like oh fuck like they could see through me they didn't even know me but they were feeling me right from the get-go right that was if that was their only experience of me, that would be like, oh, yeah, Johnny King. That's that's what I would identify him with. So I had to start looking at, like, who am I? And am I am I proud of those things? And I was wearing f- masks left and right in terms of trying to please people, trying to hide my insecurities. Man, like it's so it's we, we have to give up the 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 hiding because it's really not working <laughs> for, for all of us right cuz i can you know i feel like i'm a good read on people too and i can see right through someone's you know cockiness or facade or whatever right from the get go right uh, a flashy car or a nice three piece suit does not uh <laughs> does not trick me in the slightest right and yet when someone has a humble like genuineness authenticity a transparent, just a sense of like they, they radiate love. Like I met someone recently and I asked them like, what, what do, what do you love about yourself? And they said, my heart. Well, not my heart. They said their heart. And I was like, huh. So that's, that's so perfect. She sees herself in the same way that I see her, right? Like I see that she's got this amazing, kind of bursting heart. She just radiates light. And she doesn't connect herself with her profession or her past accolades or the things that she wants to do in the future. I'm sure she has all of those things, right? But she just has this heart that that emanates love and non-judgment and just support. I'm like, okay. But that is ultimately what I want us to push towards with the work that we're doing on this podcast, whether you're reading my book or you're coming to one of my men's meetings or jumping online and doing one of my programs or you're interacting with me one-on-one coaching, like whatever the case, if, if you're in the world that I'm in, then we're all pushing ourselves to be more of who we truly are unveiled, right? So strip, strip off all of the limiting beliefs of identity and who we think we are and really get to the core of us and, and, and we're love or were you know strength and protection and clarity and it actually you get more to defining yourself in spiritual terms than by material 3D <laughs> you know things here in this human experience. So that's what I would challenge you. Uh a little bit longer of a podcast. I would really challenge you to sit down and look at how you define yourself right now. What are your beliefs about yourself right now? Okay. And then say, cool. If I were to take it to the next level in terms of like more of a spiritual identity, how would I, how would I either define myself or how would I like to be defined as? You know, again, kind of more of that. How would you like people to to remember you? Sit down and do the work you're you, you never really move that far forward unless you actually sit down and do the work and a lot of it's journaling a lot of it's writing things out a lot of you know a lot of that is having conversations with people so that's what I would challenge you to do. I think it would be really really powerful so Anyways, thank you for letting me ramble. <laughs> Thanks for bearing with me. And if you're listening all the way to the end of this message, I appreciate you. I hope you found some value in it. Looking forward to connecting again on another episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm your host, Johnny King. We'll catch you up soon. Cheers. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say, hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King men's coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.